state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Hey, don't worry, guys. Don't worry. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, she is all over this. Uh, she is tracking the latest details. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you are concerned what's going on, we had another object over Montana, another airspace closure after the China spot. Don't worry. Corinne Jean-Pierre in the White House is here to restore your confidence. Why is why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada? Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD is part of like a it, part of a it's a it's a what you call a coalition, a consortium, a, 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 so, a pact okay. exactly. And so that's why we were able to do that again. It, we didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in in uh, in uh, it, clearly in 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 in. in step with uh, right. Canada. Uh, uh, about- Yo, brother. We did it in joint step with Canada. Uh, symposium, uh, something, something. Yeah, not exactly restoring the confidence of the Americans uh, yet coming from the White House here. But this question, what is China really up to? I think the Disney family in Libby, Montana, they they raised a really good question. And I, th- I think if, if I were to, to put my chips uh, down this this is where I would put them as well because you know a lot of people are asking what is going on here how concerned should we be as Americans well, look first off I've been saying that we should be concerned about the, the communist Chinese for several years now not just because a balloon was overhead two weeks ago uh, we 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 seriously don't know uh, everything that is going on in this country in fact Representative James Comer who is the chairman of the House Oversight Committee. It was talking over the weekend about how China has a massive spy ring in the United States and that the problem is a lot bigger than a spy balloon. And and he's exactly right. And remember, this Biden administration shut down the task force that was created to 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 look at uh, China's spy ring, the counterintelligence task force that was set up to keep an eye on what the communist Chinese were doing on the ground here in America. And the Biden administration shut that task force down. So it, he, he's right. It is much bigger than just simply a spy balloon. And by the way, the, the balloon could have been doing a lot more than just uh, spying on, on Americans and, and spying on our nuclear missile si- uh, silos here. But the question from uh, the Libby family in uh, or, or the Disney family in Libby, Montana, was was this is basically. Could the Chinese be doing this to try to distract us from what is going on or what they potentially plan to do in Taiwan? And and I think that I think they've they've touched on something here that that basically I think the communist Chinese are very aware of the weak position that the United States is in right now under the Biden administration. I think that's exactly exactly why they did everything they could they could do to help get Donald Trump out of the White House and to help get Joe Biden into the White House is because they wanted to put us in this weak position. They wanted to take us from the position of strength that we were in under Donald Trump, and they wanted to put us in a position of weakness under Joe Biden. And that is exactly where we are on a number of fronts, economic fronts, national security fronts, uh, and so, so, many other, so many other issues right now. But, but this question, I do think that, that, that what China is, is sending a message of with, these, with the, the spy balloon and potentially these other objects, and, and I agree with uh, – 
with uh, who was it? I think it was the senator from Alaska, Senator uh, Dan Sullivan, who said, we have to assume that these other objects are coming from the communist Chinese as well. I think what China is very clearly saying is, is, hey, hey, Americans, hey, United States, don't even think about helping out your friends in Taiwan. I think I think China is getting ready to make a move on Taiwan, and they're telling the Biden administration, and they're telling the United States, don't even think about helping out your friends in Taiwan, because you can't even defend your own borders. You can't even defend your own skies. So so maybe you should just sit this one out. Again, it's it's just like that disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, and and. I remember we had listeners at the time call into this show and they said the sharks will smell the blood in the water and the sharks will start circling and the sharks will attack. And and that's, remember, it was after this disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan that, uh, that Vladimir Putin decided to launch this invasion into Ukraine. It was because of the weakness of the Biden administration that Putin decided that was the time to act. He wasn't invading countries when Donald Trump was president. When we had a strong foreign policy, when we had a strong national defense. And, and then what, what have we seen take place in, in, in Ukraine, by the way? We, the United States, have given more money and, than, than all of Europe combined, even though it's their fight in their own backyard. Why hasn't Europe stepped up to pick up more of the tab to help out in Ukraine? Instead, we're paying more money than all of Europe combined. And at the same time, we're depleting our own resources. We're depleting our own stockpiles. We're depleting our own munitions to where if something actually did happen, and, and God forbid that it actually does, but the best way to stop something bad from happening is peace through strength. Weakness is what's going to draw the sharks in. In fact, Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke made that point over the weekend. Is that he, he made the point that would we be seeing these additional rounds of these objects or balloons, whatever they end up classifying these things, if it wasn't for the weak initial response from the Biden administration in the first place? And, and, and so, so, so now we've, we've, we've had a Biden administration that's weakened our own military, weakened our own national defenses not just on our southern border on the ground but in the skies above on both borders as well they've depleted our stockpiles we're 32 trillion plus dollars in debt and they're making you the american people pay for it with higher interest rates and higher grocery prices and everything else there they have it's weakness across the board which just invites the shark to attack Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's jump right into your phone calls, 406-294-0970. Got the phone lines open for a few more minutes here until we get to Sam Fattis, former CIA operations officer, around 840. Uh, Jeff in Polson, uh, first up, uh, listening to KJJR. Jeff, what's on your mind this morning? Hey, good morning. Before I get to my point, that segment from Korean Jump here was just pathetic. I mean, Canada. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't know that NORAD was a combined command. I mean, you know, these are 
basic things that a press secretary should know. So. Well, and, and the it, fact that, you know, everybody will have a slip of the tongue from time to time. Instead of saying Canadian, she said Canadia. But the the rest of it, too, just when you combine it all together, it's clear she had, she had no idea what she was even talking about. She, like, Did they even brief her before they threw her on national television? Uh, that was on, Yeah, that was on MSNBC, and, and the GOP war room uh, sent that out via Twitter. That's ridiculous. Well, here, here's something, though. Um, I have not heard reported anywhere. Uh, NORAD, the North American Air Defense Command, has a periodic exercise they call Noble Defender, where they exercise an air defense exercise, and they go out and they and they uh, check their ability, exercise their ability to defend the continental United States. You know when the last Noble Defender exercise was? It was January 15th to the 31st. Hmm. So, so this balloon came through the United States, Canada, and then the United States again during Noble Defender. So what, what's the implications of that? You know, a part, part of me as a, as a conspiracy theorist um, wants to go even deeper than it was China just trying to... Uh, to uh, probe our defenses, you know, what if um, somehow the, the Biden uh, administration, who's been complicit with the Chinese, what if they helped to orchestrate this for some reason? I can't figure out why it would be, um, but why all the silence on this, and why has nobody even told us that there was an air defense exercise going on? For NORAD at the time that the balloon came through. I mean, you know, at least that would explain what the Chinese were trying to do. Well, uh, let's. Yeah, I didn't see the news that. Okay, I did. I do see a uh, a, a story, a, a few different stories on on the internet here about uh, the the exercise taking place. Now, just talking off the top of my head because I hadn't seen that news either. But but. This this is what the, the North Koreans would do these type of antics whenever there was a big exercise in Korea, right? When the United States and, and our friends in, in South Korea were conducting exercises, that's when you'd see uh, the North Koreans would pull some shenanigans and pull some antics as a way to try to to try to upstage the event or to try to mock the exercises taking place. So I I could see how Ch- the China spy balloon could have tied into if if an exercise like that was taking place, right? Where the, where they would try to basically mock mock us uh, at the same time an, an exercise like that was going on. What did you think about you know, so I, I had an email from the BBC earlier this morning and because I did a, a, an interview with them a week ago after the China spy balloon news over Montana and they said, hey, what are you hearing from Montanans about this latest news? And and so I kind of gave my three things, you know, people are saying and asking what's China really up to number two, we don't trust a word coming out of the Biden administration and number three, th- this administration has weak in our country, anything you would add to the list, and or thoughts on the the three li- uh, list items I put together? No, um, I think those are pretty comprehensive. I guess the only amplifying thing I would add to it is that uh, if this they did actually probe our air defenses, I don't. I would like to know if NORAD knew about this and ignored it, or if we just didn't see it. I mean, if NORAD cannot detect this at 66,000 feet or ignored it or uh, dismissed it or tracked it without doing anything about it. I don't, you know, it's, 
there's unanswered questions all around this, um, given that there was an air, air defense exercise going on at the time. So um, it's kind of like, what did they know and when did they know it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what that's what our uh, leading officials here in Montana. I know uh, uh, Senator Steve Daines put out a statement over the weekend, and I, I have a full report on our Montana Talks website. But Senator Steve Daines over the weekend pointed to just that: the lack of communication from the Biden administration regarding the closing of Montana airspace last night and the recent shootdowns that took place over Alaska and Canada is unacceptable. The top priority of the administration should be the safety and security of the people of the United States, and keeping the American people informed is a key part of fulfilling that duty. President Biden owes Montanans and the country an immediate and full explanation. Without information, the public and media are left to rely on leaks, speculation, and worst of all, disinformation from foreign governments. I would add, I would add to Senator Daines' statement there, and Jeff, Jeff, thanks for listening and Polson, thanks for the phone call. I would add, uh, we're also left to disinformation from our own government and disinformation from our own media sources here, uh, oftentimes as well. Lee in Kalispell, next up on the phone lines. Hey, Lee. Hi, Aaron. You and your callers have been great this morning. Well, thanks. What's on your mind? I wanted to change the subject just a little bit. Uh, I'm in a duplex here in Kalispell, and the neighbor's got some sort of giant subwoofer, and sometimes sitting here on the other side of the duplex, it feels downright painful. Yeah, so I, I, I know uh, various cities will have, uh, you know, rules regarding noise limits and decibels and things like that. Have you, I guess have you called, called the complaint in? No, I should. I would, uh, I suppose what I really need is a good microphone. <clears throat> They're very deep, uh, bassy tones. So I don't even know if a regular microphone would pick them up. Okay. And I was a little curious if any of your uh, other listeners have been experiencing anything similar. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So off the wall, so I guess, so what are you, why are you wondering if other people have heard loud music? I mean, I guess what, what are you hoping uh, to hear from Montanans this morning? Well, just if anyone's uh, been going through anything else, it's not so much like a loud music. It's like a very deep reverberative tone. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for the call. I guess we'll see if anybody messages us on our uh, Montana Talks app. Uh, yeah, I know, you know, uh, loud bass is uh, sometimes that's all you'll hear is just a loud bass if people are... Uh, you know, playing music, uh, et cetera. All right. Uh, next up, let's go to Tamara in Billings. Uh, Tamara, I, I, did you catch some of the uh, some of the Super Bowl commercials? I guess not enough since I wasn't able to to watch live because Dish is fighting with Fox Four for two years in a row. But I want to mention quickly on the commercial. My son was in uh, the Jesus commercial. He was an extra in the Jesus commercial, and really? I think we're going to see more and more of that because the two quarterbacks, they were raised in a good, strong Christian background with strong father figures. Interesting. Well, how did your son get it? Yeah, there were a couple of Christian-themed commercials. I caught one of them. Which one was your son in, and how did, how did he make it into it? Uh, an outfit out of Arkansas did a commercial in Baton Rouge. He was working on his house in Baton Rouge, and he got to be an extra, and you can actually see his face pretty well in the one. It's a minute long. It's, they were singing, uh, Jesus Jesus knows, love your enemy, something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I caught one of the commercials. I didn't watch, the, you know, the, the whole Super Bowl. I kind of had half an eye on it while I was typing up some news updates for our Montana Talks website. But I did see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is already Chris, criticizing some of these Christian Super Bowl ads. Uh, so apparently she didn't like the fact that... Uh, that there were uh, Christian-themed commercials during the Super Bowl. I'm sure she had no problem with Rihanna uh, grabbing her crotch multiple times in front of the kids, though. Oh, yeah, I ended up seeing some of that on some of the replays. Yeah, I got to watch some replays on the on my laptop. And, of course, you have to wait for the replays. They don't show up right away. Well, you know, I, I love our over-the-air radio broadcasters, and, you know, you can get some of the, the TV stations over the air as well. If you have one of those digital tuners on your TV, you couldn't even get the Super Bowl on the digital over-the-air uh, uh, TV, uh, at least where I'm at. And so uh, there's another subscription I'm going to have to cancel uh, the trial membership of in about two more days. But, uh, yeah, all right. Hey, well, thanks for the call. That's pretty cool. Send me, if you can, send me uh, an email, Aaron at MontanaTalks.com, with the link uh, to the the ad that your that your son was in and, and point him out that'd be cool uh, to see that one all right uh this was my favorite super bowl ad it was the uh, the sarah mclaughlin one uh now the the only downside to this super bowl ad is then you're going to have this very depressing song stuck in your head like you were watching an infomercial on tv at three in the morning because you couldn't sleep the bush guide cold and smooth survival skills three things are required in the great outdoors food drink and shelter Hello, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. With just dollars a day, you can help helpless animals find shelter. Wrong shelter, Sarah. Also, that's a wolf. Head for the mountains. <laughs> the growl at the end of the Bushlight commercial was uh, the best part there. All right, Tim and Billings next up on the phone lines. What's going on, Tim? Morning, Aaron. Uh, I gotta say, at least Sarah McLaughlin, McLaughlin or however you say her last name, has got a sense of humor about uh, her depressing song that being used so much. But yeah. um, re- regarding the uh, interlopers in our airspace um, and the fact that you know we're we're kind of being given a little bit of information, but not a lot of information. Uh, I just wonder if if this administration is using this to distract from something like possibly. The fact that we've been outed as destroying the Nord Stream pipelines, and um, yes, we we destroyed the infrastructure of an adversarial country who was doing some things that we didn't like. But in the process of doing that, we uh, we financially injured and put at risk millions of other Europeans who relied on that for heat in the winter time, and. Um, you know, that's, that's a bad look on us. You know, that's I, an interesting point. Yeah, uh, Seymour Hirsch made that claim last week and had sources backing it up. But the story really disappeared. Bongino talked about it. You would think that the rest of the mainstream media would at least ask the question, at least follow up, right? But uh, radio silence on that one. Yeah, no, good point, Tim. Thanks for the call. Um. Yeah, I thought what Elon Musk had to say in that personal phone call to Montana's United States Senator Steve Daines after Steve Daines had his account suspended on Twitter, the response from Elon Musk was very interesting. Basically, Elon Musk told Steve Daines that this country should not be run by a bunch of folks in San Francisco with San Francisco values. Very interesting. You can hear the full audio and much more. Go to MontanaTalks.com or if you've got the Montana Talks app, you'll see it there.
the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, speaking of Super Bowl commercials and uh, Montana connections, uh, thanks to Tamara and Billings for that phone call, uh, the Disney family in Libby also tells us about another Montana connection with the Super Bowl this year uh, and uh, shared with us a story from the Western News. Uh, One of the female pilots here, uh, let's see, the Disney sent this email. I think I mentioned that one of the five female Navy pilots performing the flight over at the Super Bowl has Libby ties. The Western News carried the story on their front page, uh, and yeah, here it is. Super Bowl Sunday is always a special event, but the 2023 edition will hold a much more significant meaning for a Libby family. Anna Shower's stepdaughter, Katie Perkowski, is a lieutenant in the U.S. Navy and uh, scheduled to be part of the jet flyover following the national anthem at Sunday's uh, big game. Uh, Shower is a Libby native and graduate of the class of 1981. Uh, so, yeah, that story was in uh, the Western News. Speaking of the national anthem, I did not even watch the, uh, the, uh, the politicized black national anthem that took place at the Super Bowl, but uh, uh, I, but I did watch uh, Chris Stapleton uh, uh, sing the national anthem. It sounds like a bunch of you really loved that. I shared a story on our Montana Talks website and uh, getting a lot of reaction on on Facebook here uh, over the weekend as well. Uh, now, some of you and I, I'm kind of with uh, I'm kind of with uh, you know, one of our Navy veteran listeners out of Helena. You know, I, I thought Chris Stapleton sounded incredible, but I also like it when people just do the national anthem the way the national anthem is supposed to be done instead of mix it up 15 different ways. But I, but still, I thought Chris Stapleton was just absolutely uh, incredible. Now, the halftime show, though, that was just painful to watch. That was just painful to watch. It's like, at some point, is this going to be entertaining? Uh, some of you got real pain, though. I'm not just talking about, uh, I'm not talking about pain where you're just watching a bad halftime show. I'm talking about real pain, pain in your knees, pain in your back, pain in your joints. Well, hey, let me tell you about an option that is now available for you here on the ground in Montana. I'm talking about regenerative medicine, where they use the healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. They take those healing, uh, the, the highly concentrated healing agents from your own body, and then they, they put them directly into your achy joints. Uh, QC Kinetics, uh, pro athletes have been using them for years. They've got over 100 clinics all across America. They're now on the ground here in Montana. So if you're somebody who's, you know, you've been wanting to golf more, you've been wanting to ski more, you finally got the time to do it, but you're in just too much pain to be able to do all those things, well, call QC Kinetics and get a free consultation with local medical professionals. 406-201-6263. 406-201-6263. Uh, let's jump right into it here. Uh, former CIA operations officer Sam Fattis uh, back with us once again here on Montana Talks. Sam, who would have thought that, you know, Montana would be front and center in the national news about China, spy balloons, and so much more. Uh, good, to, good to hear from you again. It's 
great to be here. Uh, yeah, you guys, I, I guess you can't look up without seeing a balloon these days. Yeah, Saturday night uh, over Haver, Montana. They shut down the airspace again. At first, they said they couldn't detect anything. Uh, or they couldn't identify anything uh, after the radar detected a, quote, anomaly. But then uh, our governor confirmed uh, Sunday that, that the object that was shot down over Lake Huron was the same object that was over Montana on Saturday uh, afternoon. Yeah, and and like everything else in this whole business, that raises like fifty thousand questions, right? Like, why why does the thing end up over Montana before you apparently know that it's there? Why do you have to let it drift across, you know, half the continental United States before you shoot it down? I mean, all and we apparently are getting no answers to any of these questions, which of course is just increases everybody's anxiety. Yeah, I started getting messages immediately Saturday night. Everybody, hey, what's going on? What's the real story here? And and I think really right now nobody trusts a word that's coming out of the Biden administration. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. I mean, you're just dealing with an administration that just lies bald-faced all the time and just uh, pretends that all kinds of issues don't exist, right? The border, the entire situation at the border, that's... That's a non-issue, et cetera. So nobody can trust them. Um, I, you know, I think, and and you don't really see anything that that in my opinion, qualifies as any serious analysis of this. I mean, people want to sort of make fun of the idea that balloons floating over the country could be a threat. But, you know, uh, assuming these are Chinese, which I think is the smart money, then they obviously are putting a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, the communist Chinese are a lot of things. Stupid is not one of them. So the idea that they're doing this, but it doesn't have a benefit or a, or a utility is kind of absurd, right? I mean, there there is a reason and a benefit to them why they are doing this and why it's happening. And we ought to be trying to figure out what the heck that is real fast. Yeah. What do you think is, is really going on here? I mean, obviously, I think... The communist Chinese, obviously, they have every every reason to want to spy on our nuclear missile silos here in Montana. They're also uh, buying farmland near or, or buying land near our nuclear missile silo locations on the ground as well. But but even if somebody were to say, well, look, they can already. In fact, I think it was uh, Chuck Schumer over the weekend said, well, this balloon isn't that big of a threat because they can already get all this information through other means. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know, but I mean, especially given your background, different things they can collect at different uh, uh, layer, you know, at different altitudes could could be useful in, in ways that we may not even realize. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll start with this as a baseline. Uh, Chuck Schumer's qualifications as a technical expert on any of this, I would say, are nil, so we can kind of throw that out. Um, yeah, you're right. There are all kinds of layers here of, of sort of it's not that simple, right? You, you can collect different things in different ways at different altitudes with different capabilities. So it's not true that balloons don't have, um, don't have any utility. But here's the, the first thing that comes to my mind. What you see from a static satellite is pictures of what's on the ground. Uh, what you see when a balloon floats through your airspace is not just pictures, but you see our reaction. You see when we detected the balloon. 
which tells you a lot about what we do see and what we don't see. Uh, in that context, I should note that we're now seeing objects of different sizes and different configurations. So the radar detects different things different ways and more easily or less easily. So that kind of fits with the possibility that what you're doing is not just looking at the static situation, but you're, in military terms, sort of probing the perimeter. When do we detect? And then after we detect, what do we do? What's our reaction time? What's our first move? What's our next move? How long does it take our command and control structure to make a decision? Uh, these are the kinds of things that an enemy does in military terms to probe your defenses to allow them to plan for something. Now, I don't know that that's what's happening, but it ought to be at the top of our mind, because if that's true, then it suggests very strongly that you're collecting that information to use in something that has yet to come, right? You, you want to know all this because you have something else in the works. And that ought to worry us a lot. What is China really up to? You know, two questions I've kind of thrown out there. One, is this a sign that they're going to be more aggressive towards the United States, uh, potentially, uh, you know, openly hostile acts? Or are they simply trying to stop us from helping our friends in Taiwan? Is this a sign that China is preparing for an invasion of our friends in Taiwan? Well, at the top of the uh, at the top of the list of things that, that we ought to be worried about the Chinese doing, like literally any minute, is a move on Taiwan. Whether that's an invasion, or whether that's just simply declaring a blockade. On any given day, they basically have the island already blockaded. All they got to do is begin to actually turn away ships and aircraft. I mean, they have the forces in place. And if you were going to do that and precipitate a crisis on that level. One of the things you would want to be doing is updating every piece of information you've got on our capabilities, our reaction times. Our I wrote an article on this the other day, and I was talking about a post I was at in the Middle East where the Iranians were probing our defenses around our embassy. And basically they just had people leaving stuff against the walls of the embassy. But in most cases it turned out to be bags or boxes filled with trash. Uh, and then... The point was they had an observation post and they observed the walls of the embassy and they then saw how long does it take them to see that this object is there, when they do, who do they send out, what's their procedure, basically making book on this for the day when that box is not going to be just a box, it's going to be a bomb. Something else, which is basically what uh, appears the communist Chinese are doing at the least right now. All right. Quick break here on Montana Talks. More with uh, former CIA operations officer Sam Faddis, the editor of AND and Magazine, right after this. Your morning espresso starts right here. It's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Now, we know Joe Biden made the claim repeatedly during the campaign that he never, ever had a conversation with his son Hunter about his foreign business dealings. Now we have photographs with Hunter, Joe, and some of his foreign business partners. We have minutes of meetings. This has been confirmed by numerous sources, New York Post included. Uh, the Daily Mail reported that documents from the laptop appear to indicate uh, Hunter paid his father's phone bill and spent thousands of dollars on home improvement supplies and projects for his father's home in Delaware. I think we can ask the question. I don't know the answer. Number one, is that true? Number two is how much, if it is true, how much did Hunter spend on his father's 
expenses. Is, did the Daily Mail get that story right? The Sean Hannity Show from coast to coast later today. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but home title lock does. So protect yourself. Just go to their website. It's hometitlelock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no-obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's hometitlelock.com slash Sean, hometitlelock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. This is the Montana Economic Minute. One way to put out a raging fire is to starve it of fuel. And so the idea that the federal government spending could be brought back to earth by restricting the flow of tax dollars that fund it was hatched 40 years ago. Ronald Reagan may not have been the first one to espouse the theory of starving the beast, a means of bending the curve of government spending growth, but his actions in government and cutting taxes could certainly be interpreted in doing just that. And yet it's been an epic failure, at least on the spending side. As a percent of the economy, tax collections have barely nudged upward while spending has ballooned. An entire generation of Americans and their political leaders has had their cake and they've eaten it too, pushing the tab onto future generations to pay for. The only way to control spending growth, yes, you heard it here first, is to limit spending. Earlier generations of political leaders understood this, but that was before an era when entitlement programs on autopilot controlled about two-thirds of government spending. I'm Patrick Barkey. Idaho 83702. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Whether it's an invasion of Taiwan or something more aggressive or hostile against the United States of America, what is China really up to? That's uh, what we've been discussing here with former CIA operations officer Sam Faddis, who also headed up a counterweapons of mass destruction uh, outfit under the CIA as well. Uh, he edits uh, A&D uh, and Magazine and with us once again here on Montana Talks. Uh, Sam, I heard, I think it was Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, he straight up said that he believes the Biden, uh, that Joe Biden is compromised when it comes to the communist Chinese. Your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Look, I, I don't understand. Well, I do understand because it's partisan politics. But listen, uh, how much more evidence do you need of the fact that we have a major problem here? The man has taken tens of millions of dollars in Chinese communist money. Uh, the contacts that have provided that money, many of them are known to to be part of Chinese intelligence apparatus. Uh, every time we turn around, we find another stack of classified documents that he carried out of secure spaces. Uh, when he left the vice presidency, he went to work to run the Penn Biden Center, which is basically a propaganda outlet for the Chinese communists, taking millions more from them. 
that's the guy who you're going to rely on to make the decisions in America's interests when the Chinese move on Taiwan. So, uh, <laughs> wow, if, if you sleep well at night after thinking through all that, you should not. I thought it was also interesting that that now the uh, one of the uh, one of the defense officials, one of the the Biden appointees of the Department of Defense, has says, "Well, the reason why we detected the we're detecting smaller objects now because we basically uh, recalibrated our radar to detect more things." And I'm thinking, given what we know about our southern border and the cartels using drones and other things, why didn't they already do that? Yeah. Well, first of all, you have to ask yourself, like you do with everything these days, is that true? Yeah. Or is that just an effort? Or is that just an effort to make it seem like nothing's really changed? If it is true, that doesn't make me feel better. So what you're telling me is these things could have been floating through our airspace all the time, and you just didn't bother to do what you needed to do. I mean, I, if that's reassurance, it ain't working. Yeah, it reminds me of how they had uh, some anonymous uh, DOD official, likely a Biden appointee, uh, falsely claimed that that Donald Trump had the opportunity to shoot down China spy balloons but didn't take the shot. That got busted out as a lie. And uh, and so, yeah, you just can't trust a word coming out of these guys. No, I mean, these are the same guys who, who told you that they had found at Mar-a-Lago some time ago the fabled nuclear launch codes that Trump spirited out of the White House. Uh, leaving aside the inconvenient fact that those nuclear launch codes, that they don't exist in the form that they say, like that's an invention of Hollywood. I, I won't go any further <laughs> down that road, but you found something that only exists in a Hollywood movie at Mar-a-Lago. That's fascinating how you did that. Oh, that's that's entertaining. And you would know a thing or two about that, given what you did at the CIA. Yeah. All right, Sam Fettis, uh, thanks again. Always uh, an honor to get your insight. Uh, make sure you sign up for his newsletter, A&D Magazine. Very insightful information. All right, uh, phone lines are open for you coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. Anything and everything you want to talk about here on Montana Talks. Look, the, the question is, is do we have somebody fighting for us in Washington, D.C.? Uh, whose side are they on? Well, let me tell you, if, if you get into some legal trouble, maybe you have a slip and a fall, maybe somebody wrecks into you, you got into a car accident, even if it wasn't your fault, maybe there's a medical malpractice case and you need somebody to fight for you. You need somebody to be an advocate for you. Well, let me tell you, you've got local attorneys right here in Montana who are going to be there for you with honest representation. They do free consultations. Uh, you don't even pay until they win your case for you. I'm talking about advocates like the Montana Advocates. The Montana Advocates are lawyers on the ground here who will fight for you with honesty and integrity. Just talked to Wendy a couple weeks ago. She's a military spouse, a veteran spouse. You can get a hold of her at MontanaAdvocates.com. MontanaAdvocates.com.